Hey, what's going on, family? A few minutes for Jesus. Deuteronomy chapter 34. We're going to get right into it from verse 1. We're going to go all the way to verse 4. Then Moses climbed Matnebo from the plains of Moab to the top of Pisgah, across from Jericho. There the Lord showed him the whole land from Gilead to Dan, all of Nephaltim, the territory of Ephraim and Manasseh, and all the land of Judah as far, to Me as, far as the Mediterranean Sea. The Negev, the whole region from the valley of Jericho, the city of Palms, as far as Zoar. Then the Lord said to him, This is the land I promise on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob when I said, I will give it to your descendants. I have let you see it with your eyes, but you will not cross over it. Very important passage here because Moses is actually ascending to his death. God told him uh, a few chapters ago, when um, uh, the children of Israel, they were complaining about not having water, God said to Moses, strike the rock. So Moses struck the rock. They started to complain again. And Moses is having this difficult relationship with this generation of people who are very disobedient. And their disobedience and their murmuring is what kept them out of, uh, the, the, kept them out of the promised land. And then Moses, in his frustration, in his momentary lack of, of focus, God says, hey, speak to the rock. Moses strikes the rock. Boom. God said, dang, Moses, that's not what you're supposed to do. Some people say that this is a, a representation of Jesus, that the, that, that the rock, Jesus, cannot be struck twice. He cannot be killed twice, right? So, so you speak to the rock. I'm sorry, you, you strike the rock and then you speak to the rock. Jesus died one time for all of our sins. And, and, and because of that, we have access. So Moses uh, almost broke the type of this, uh, of re this representation of Jesus. That's what some scholars say. Um, so, so Moses, he, he, he strikes the rock the second time. He strikes the rock twice, twice. And that keeps him out of the promised land. What's interesting about that is that when you're a leader, you're held to a higher standard. When you're a police officer, you're held to a higher standard. When you're, you're the CEO, when you're the manager, when you're the supervisor, when you're the one in charge, you're held to a higher standard. Other people can come in late, but you supervisor, you manager, you CEO, you can't walk into meetings late. You just cannot do that because you have a title to your name. And Moses, yeah, it was just only one thing he did. But when you're a leader... You have a higher accountability, a higher weight to bury, the, to, to, to carry. The Bible says that not, 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 not let many of you become teachers because it's a, it's a responsibility that's on it. You're going to have to pay a higher price if you are disobedient and you're teaching, right? Um, so Moses, one time he messed up and God held him accountable. Sometimes people do things that are wrong and we don't hold them accountable. We believe that not holding people accountable is a is a is a lack of love. And and, a, and 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 love is holding people accountable because I love you. You need to get this done. It, either it's your children, either it's yourself, either it's somebody that 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 is struggling with something. But we should hold each other and hold ourselves to a standard. It just can't be anything random that's happening. No, there there is time for spontaneity. 
I, yeah, but 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 we need to have a standard, and God has a standard. He said, Moses, no, you, but you, you missed my standard as a leader. And Moses was not allowed to go into the promised land. And now he's climbing the mountain. God said, listen, I want you to, to go up. And one thing about Moses that I love seeing, my, the most, my most favorite verse about Moses, it says that Moses did as the Lord commanded him. Throughout, as soon as we meet Moses, he struggles in the beginning. But he gets to a point in his life that every time God tells him to do something, Moses does it. And and Moses did as the Lord commanded. Moses did as the Lord Lord commanded. That must be the most repeated verse over and over again in the Bible. And Moses is doing the last thing that God told him to do. Climb this mountain to your death. So Moses is climbing the mountain. He could have said, nah, God, I ain't doing it. Right? He he could have been so frustrated with what was going on. He said, you know what? No, you got to give me a break. But, but even in it, Moses is obedient. And how many times we're going through something, either in our marriage, in some relationship, at our job, or whatever it is, and we find ourselves being disobedient to God. You know what, God? I ain't doing it. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I ain't showing up. We start losing the level of accountability. We start losing who we are. We start, we start uh, compromising. Uh, we, we, what happened? What happened when things get difficult? And even when things get difficult, Moses was obedient. He climbed the mountain to his death and he gets to the top of the mountain and God shows him everything. He shows him the promised land. And and he said, I'm I'm not going to let you cross over, Moses. And and, and, um, something something else I want to share with you really quickly is that Moses climbed the mountain from Moab. Moab is an enemy. The Moabites are an enemy. To, to the people of God. They're an enemy to God. They worship false idols. And Moses started this climb there and he gets to the top and he's able to see the entire promised land. God never showed him what was behind him. God never showed him Moab. He never showed him the enemy. He never showed him those past things. God only showed Moses the promised land. And how many of us are climbing the place that God wants us to go, but we're looking behind us? You know what I used to do back in Moab? You know what used to happen to me? You know what they did to me? You know what I used to do? We still have our eyes set on Moab, but God takes Moses to the top of the mountain and has him look at what I have for you. When Jesus was tempted, when Jesus was tempted, uh, the Bible says that the, 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 the devil told him three times, if you are the son of God, if you are the son of God, and, and this is not my, I, I heard this from another preacher, I don't remember who it was, but this was an attack on Jesus's identity. If you are the son of God, what did we hear a few verses before? When Jesus was baptized, the skies opened up and God's voice and the Holy Spirit came down and God's voice says, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Identity. This is my son in whom I'm well pleased. But then the next verse, the next, the next part is that the Holy Spirit takes Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted. And the Bible says that the, the, the devil says to him, if you are the son of God. And how many times we are, we are uh, uh, in a situation where it's difficult and we start hearing the opposite of what God told us and now we start questioning who we are. We start going back to old things because we don't know our identity. We've lost our identity. We've lost focus on what we should be doing. And Moses kept his focus. The Bible says right after that, um, that Moses died at 120 years old. 
and his eyes were not uh, his eyesight was not weak and his strength was not gone. His vision stayed strong and his strength was in him the entire time. Even though he was old, he still had vision. Even though he was old, he still had strength. This, this, is, this is talking about physical strength, but what I'm, I'm also speaking about metaphorically that he still had vision. God showed him the promised land. He showed him everything. And he still also had strength. Listen, family, as we're climbing the mountaintop, I want to share this last point with you. As we're climbing to get to the mountaintop, the promised land is the next level of where God is taking you. The promised land is next. But God said, Moses, your flesh can't go into the promised land. Moses could not enter to the promised land, but thank God for Jesus, because you know why? Moses actually did get into the promised land. We go to Matthew chapter 17, what do we see, what do we see on the Mount of, of Transfiguration? Jesus and Moses. And Moses is on the top of the mountain in the Mount of Transfiguration. And Moses is in the promised land with Jesus. His flesh couldn't go into the promised land. His sin couldn't go into the promised land. The things that held him back before couldn't go into the promised land. But my friends, as you are climbing this mountain to your death, don't look back at Moab. Don't get frustrated with what's going on. God is taking you supernaturally, your spirit into the promised land. You're transformed into the promised land only via Jesus only via Jesus. So when we see Moses again, he's in the promised land with Jesus. Yo, God's taking you to another level, my friend. My brother, my sister, God's taking you to another level, but you don't want to die. You don't want to give up the things that you are enjoying. You don't want to give up the, the, the sin. You don't want to give up the attitude. You don't want to give up the comfort. You don't want to give up where you are now because you know what? Uh, nothing really bad's going on. I'm chilling. I'm good. But God has more for you. And I'm not talking about suicide. For those of you who may be struggling with suicide, that is not what God is calling you to. I'm talking about a, a, a death to your flesh, a death to the things that you were doing before. A death to that type of thinking that will make you feel like you're not a, a child of God. That cannot go into the promised land. But when we see Moses again, he's with Jesus, transfigured with Jesus, talking with Jesus. Listen, my friends, my family, God bless you. And I, I, I pray that you're able to, to glean some nuggets from this. Keep climbing. And also, what are the things that we have to let die within ourselves so we can get into our promised land that God promised for us? Family, a few minutes for Jesus. God bless you.